Welcome back, back to Arishaland. We are so thrilled because we've been telling everyone all about our podcast, so we're happy to have you listening again. Absolutely. It's great when you guys write to us and talk about the podcast and share it with your friends, and we love interacting and hearing from you, giving you special coupon codes, and giving you all the info you need. And we know a lot of people that we've met in person over the last few weeks, and people that are part of our organization are excited to have the Sarisha Land podcast as part of the package. All right, so Arisha Land is going to be fun today. We're going to have our one and only guest, head formulator, Chuck Science, in the building. In the building. And we're going to be talking about the future of cannabinoids. Woo, the future of cannabinoids. We are so involved in Delta 8 right now, but there's so many other cannabinoids out there. Shot, I can't wait to learn all about them. Yeah, so let's get started. <laughs> Welcome to Arisha Land, a cannabis industry immersive experience. I'm Ari. And I'm Shah. We're Arisha. Hi, Ari. Hi, Shah. <laughs> this is a cannabis immersive experience. <laughs> we consumed a little bit of cannabis before this episode, so this is why it's going to be a really fun episode. And we have the giggles. <laughs> we have the giggles. Um... Today we're going to be talking about the future of cannabinoids, which really helps determine the future of cannabis. And we're going to look at some individual cannabinoids. A lot of people have heard of CBD and THC. People are very familiar with that, but there are hundreds of other cannabinoids in the cannabis plant, and we just keep discovering more and more. So of course, to do that, we have to bring on Chuck Science, our head formulator, He's always in the news and reaching out to discover new tactics and how to use this plant, not only to understand it, but for our products as well. So we've got Chuck Science on today, and we're so excited to have you here on Arisha Land once again. Hey there, Arisha. How are you doing? We're doing yes. great. Thanks. Super. <laughs> what we want to talk to you about is the future of cannabinoids. Right now, we want to focus on CBD and THC because that's what most people are familiar with. But then we want to go down the whole line of other cannabinoids. Like our products, Delta 8. We have over 130 and growing Delta 8 products. Right. Why is this field exploding right now? And how is this legal to get so high? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are definitely answers to those questions, and uh, we'd be happy to explore them here today. Okay, thank let's you. Go. Let's get started. Let's dive in. Where would you like to begin? How about with uh, CBD? Yes, CBD is what most people are familiar with, and they're now crossing over into purchasing new products like Delta 8. So, CBD laid the pathway. We want to know why that was so easy and why. You know, some have faced so much. Well, you know, the future of CBD is actually pretty rosy, I think. Um, you know, although there'd be a lot of uh, speculation that CBD is dead because sales have plummeted in the recent past, uh, for sure, no question. 
uh, you know, there's a reason um, behind why they plummeted, and there's a reason why in the future they're going to pick back up. Um, and you know, they're they're pretty. It's pretty just simple, really buying. You know, psychology. If you buy something that is an inferior grade product and it doesn't work for you, then you're going to walk around and say that the ingredient didn't work. You're not going to necessarily mention the brand. You're going to say the ingredient didn't work. You know, CBD didn't work. So with all these inferior products that were being um, literally you know, developed, gosh knows where, and, you know, just introduced to the public i mean there's uh, legendary studies done on how little cbd was actually in you know various cbd products uh, and some of them with big names and a lot of sales so you know when you keep delivering the public uh you know basically a sugar pill um then you know they're going to get wise or at least a lot of them will and they're going to say uh you know we don't want sugar pills now in the future when the FDA steps in and puts the proper guidelines around the manufacturing and sale of these type of products then there's going to be a lot of very large corporations that are going to come in from the food angle which is going to stimulate of course the ingredient angle out right. on the out on the shelves if you see CBD and orange juice and in wine and in everything <laughs> under the sun then you're going to want to go take it yourself so you're right. going to want to get an individual ingredient so that's the future and the future isn't really far off but at present um, you know a majority of CBD is being turned into Delta 8 I mean to be honest with you right, right. now um, so the, the, the exact present of CBD is not great but the future of CBD is very good so if a corporation like Tropicana took CBD and started putting it into all the orange juices, that would be a good thing because then CBD uh, would get and into And you, you will see hands. CBD in everything from energy drinks to sodas to waters mm -hmm. to, you know, milk to <laughs> literally, I mean, we know that, to uh, orange juices to wine to canned cocktails. I mean, CBD bread, everything. Right. It's going to be in everything, <laughs> everything. anything. Yeah. And even you guys are working on a couple really super innovative um, snack type of things, which I know the mass market is dying for. Yes. You know, any any type of edible, um, you know, product, whether it even be CBD today, uh, right. it's still it's still a big product in the edible market. But um, you know, Delta Eight CBD, whatever you guys, I know, are working on a, a couple of real innovative things that we don't want to let out of the, the bag yet like um, <laughs> which one of them i think is going to be the, the product of the year but in any event you know that the cbd is healthy um you know it's not on life support it's just got knocked down a few notches but the knockdown was actually intelligent in the sense that people were being fed inferior products right and therefore mm -hmm. they felt things didn't work and that's what we always try to provide quality because quality is key. Absolutely. But it's uh, it's such a it's just such a merry ground out there with the CBD world. No, I don't believe anything I see. Um, you know, there's every couple months all the nomenclature changes. You know, like it used to be you'd have to have uh, you know, like 
uh, you know, super critical, you know, CO2 extraction, and now those plants have mm -hmm. cobwebs and bats hanging. Yeah, in there's not even people. No one was going to pay for the final material because no. it was yeah. so much more expensive, and it really didn't preserve any of the cannabinoids right. that, that it promised to be doing. And people thought, you know, just using regular solvents, they can do the, you know. They can do the process a lot more quickly and and uh, cost effectively, um, you know. So I don't believe anything I see out there in the CBD world, truthfully, um, at, at this point. But I think the future's the future's bright for that cannabinoid as well as others that address pain situations. Some of the future ones, like you guys know about CBC because it's in one of your products. Yeah, CBC. Right. So that's in our uh, drops product, the one-to-one-to-one. Mm -hmm. -one -to -one. It's a total of 4,500 milligrams, but it's got 100 milligrams of CBC. <clears throat> so doesn't that technically make it 4,600 milligrams? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you added a few of the other minor cannabinoids in there, you could, you could go, go, go. Um, but... You know, I, I think the, the bottom line is that the CBC is naturally occurring in that product because of the, uh, the, uh, the quality of the strains that you use to create, you know, the, the, the initial, um, you know, mass. So, really, you use such quality product that you ended up with a huge amount of CBC left over. And that's one... Uh, specific cannabinoid that right now is catching a lot of attention but nobody knows anything about it. It's just something that they're trying to ring the bells to try and get people to jump on it. Yeah. You know, but in science they are looking at it as, uh, as a tremendous uh, you know, pain mediator, maybe okay, anti-inflammatory. That's where yeah. a lot of the research is going into um, mm -hmm. right now versus cognitive types of things. But you never know. In, in, in the end, it could be the best cognitive cannabinoid ever. You know, the research mm -hmm. just isn't there yet. Yeah. And then some people believe it potentiates other cannabinoids. And I do think there's a couple good... Um, you know, metabolic studies showing that it is a possible, fairly powerful potentiator. So in other wow. words, if you mix 100 milligrams of that with 1500 milligrams of Delta-8, you should get a, a much more whopping effect off of those 1500 milligram, milligrams uh, because mm. of the, mm. uh, you know, the, the presence of that 100 milligrams of CBC. And that might be very true because I know you guys feel, as I do, what about the drops? Oh, the drops drop. <laughs> the drops drop. And oh my goodness. We just they can't work. get the jingle out of our head because <laughs> it really it, is a way to explain it. I mean, I mean, in fact, even a funny story is we had an employee not show up for work the other day, last week. She wasn't, didn't show up and we were a little worried. She didn't text or anything. And that's okay, you know. Yeah, Take everyone's kind of like a, it. they can come and go. Yeah, and it turns out she <laughs> and her friend who came in for an interview ended up using some of our drops. <laughs> and the drops Drop, dropped. dropped. <laughs> <laughs> we came into the warehouse singing. Our oh, jingle. yeah, when we found out what happened, what had happened was through the grapevine of our amazing team, team support, 
um, when we found out what happened, Ari and I actually went, ran to her and we sang the jingle because number one, we were happy that the product worked. You Absolutely. Know? Like, I mean, we know firsthand it works, but it's cool seeing that it works on other people as well. And what other company would actually promote that? I'm not sure, but <laughs> we we were so proud of the moment. It's like our the jingle, and it's actually fun to have an environment of products, and people love the products. We gave her a whole song like entourage because like, she didn't show up. We to sang work. to her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fun. so shout out to you. Um, the team will be listening to this broadcast. <laughs> so, super cool. It's like, super shout outs. The products work and the way we can share them amongst each other is pretty darn cool. You know, again, we were talking about pain cannabinoids and THC is certainly a cannabinoid that is used in conversations about pain. Uh, I personally am not that sold on it being, uh, you know, a replacement to opiates, but you certainly feel better when you take it, if even if it doesn't have necessarily a, a super strong analgesic effect. In my opinion, uh, you know, cannabis would be better, rather be juiced um, if you have a lot of pain than it is to be smoked um, mm. or ingested in an active edible form that... Really, if you have a lot of pain, my suggestion would be to juice your cannabis and drink it. So um, and that is up. a very strong anti-inflammatory <laughs> and analgesic type product at that point. But in smokable um, you know, form, which is what most people walk into the dispensary yeah. and buy, they're not walking in the dispensary and buying an ounce of, <laughs> an ounce of cannabis to uh, put it into a, a juicer. Well, and the unfortunate thing is, is typically it's just too expensive to juice an ounce of Yeah, which is obviously not the way it should be, and I, I hope in the future it changes. Why, in the world, you're dreaming, you just walk into the grocery store, and there's just cannabis there. I know, right next to the broccoli. Yeah, you buy it as you wish, and you're going to juice it. Mm-hmm. If we can just get over this hump, this is what we were talking about in the car. If we can just get over this hump of so much taxes being put on it's everything. It's not just the taxes. So you, much. See, like, it's easy to say it's just the taxes. But so many but people. But it's not. You know, sorry. You, got, you guys are in the field. I'm not. So no, I can say this. And you guys don't even taxes. have to agree. The can- cannabis, the people who control a lot of the cannabis in the United States of America are very greedy. I'm not going to necessarily say it's corporate America because it isn't quite yet, but they're very greedy people. And that, you, if you want any evidence of it, just look at the way that cannabis communities, cannabis states, are treating Delta 8, which is I a know. legitimate cannabinoid it's, to get high, right? Exactly. And, and the two groups that hate Delta 8 are the anti-cannabis people and the pro-dispensary people because the dispensary people understand if Delta 8 thrives, you can walk into 7-Eleven, you can walk into a bubblegum store and buy it. Yeah, uh, and it know, works just as good, if not better. And, and for so some people, much, much better. But 
the cannabis people hate Delta Eight. It just and doesn't it's make very, sense. It does make sense. They want they're greedy. They want to I keep mean, that money to themselves. I know. Like I'm, I'm saying, you, get rid of the greed and get rid of the greed. How can you fight against something that is helping everybody? How can you like only it's, look at look? It is money. Those very people who are dodging quote unquote Black Hawk helicopters and that the documentary the. A lot of those people are the core of who's revolting against Delta 8 right now. Okay, that's a fact. Absolute 100% fact. Now, the reality is that they were very happy revolting and telling that story when they were raking in all the money. But when something else comes along, the story changes. It's not any longer, you, oh, we should be able to have... Uh, you know, cannabis legal everywhere, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, it's no, only our form of cannabis. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Come on, like, stop. Cannabis is cannabis. Like, yeah. it's all, it's a community plant. How can you be a community if you're fighting against your own plant? One plant against another, and one it, cannabinoid against it another. It really doesn't even make sense because you'd think dispensaries would just say like okay come in delta eight like we'll accept you and promote you just as well you know you think it would be like very more accepting like that but then trying to fight it in court and trying to get the states to regulate like even michigan we were hearing is you know trying to really regulate delta eight right now but if you want people to have cannabis shouldn't you be an advocate for all forms of cannabis why discriminate? It just makes no sense. Well, I, I, it doesn't, but <laughs> yeah, that's not going to change. The future is not going to suddenly mean, make sense. There. Somebody's not going to drop down and, and uh, you know, find a magical cannabinoid that makes all this make sense. Okay? It's not ever going to make sense. I mean, it never has cannabis, made sense. We get high, we and just because it appears to be making more sense right now, wait until the federal government gets involved and starts, you know, federal tax and then the state tax and then the county tax and then, uh, you know, you've got a whole bunch of other stuff that's going to happen, you know, at that level of all of a sudden those taxes go up, then everybody's going to want to begin to cover that in the actual cost of those products so the cost of the products go up and then you're still getting those exorbitant taxes based on a higher cost product because of the taxes so the consumer actually loses out twice they're paying for the tax and they're paying for the corporate tax all right that's going to be on them and they're paying for the individual tax that's on them from buying it i mean they're the double loser and and it's terrible it really is that, that yeah. you just you know, the, you just don't have facilitative ways of growing things and laws that, that allow it, etc. And, you know, just be able to contribute product back into the cooperative the same way solar electricity is, is done, you know? Like, that, right? I mean, yeah. it, wouldn't that be nice? You have extra... You yeah. have extra, extra energy, you have extra energy and you <laughs> mm -hmm. put it back into the cooperative who then sells it and pays you, pays you for you. having done that. I mean, you know, but we're never going to go through that. That's just, that that boat sailed hundreds of years ago. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's too late. Well, you know what? Then you're very optimistic compared to me. So I hope you're right, truthfully, <laughs> because I would love to see that scenario play out. I would love in this particular case to be wrong.
frog. Yeah, because I'm going to have to wait and see. If they opened up, everybody's not going to run and grow marijuana. I think people would just like. I would leisurely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would. I would a hundred percent like go to if there was like. If I could go to, like, a flower store or something and get, you know, like, flower seeds, yeah. like, why can't I buy cannabis strains like I'm saying, right next you to would. it and then grow my own cannabis strains and then use what I use and then all the extras and give I it to your friends like, or I could just, like, donate be, yeah, and then get paid for Exactly. Like, kaboom, making money, everyone's growing cannabis, everyone's taking all they need. And, and how much And then you could, everyone. you know, here's the, here's the would be so thing, happy. now you yeah. could juice it. Yeah. And smoke yeah. it and make it into edibles. Yeah. It's and like, why you know are they regulating this? You could this? hang it from your ceiling if you wanted. I mean, you could use it as decoration at that point because mm-hmm. the cost would be that low. And, right. you know, but we're not going to go that, down that road, I don't think, but I, I wish know, we would. and it's like all these dispensaries act like it costs so much to grow weed. You know, I saw an eighth. In a dispensary for over $60. Like, what? And she even told the girl, she was like, it's over $60. For and you're three like, and oh, a half it's just grams. the brand. And then Aria and I, no branding. So we're like, well, we understand branding. So we're like, no. no. We'll take this instead. Yeah, we understand. It's just a brand. It's just a label. <laughs> it's just a look that they printed onto a box. Like, calm well, down, everyone. I, <laughs> I understand that, you know, like anything, beer purists are very um, selective about what beer they're, they're going to drink. Like cannabis purists are very selective about what kind of cannabis they're going to consume, or a cigar smoker would be very selective about where the tobacco was growing and what type of tobacco it was, um, you know, in, in his cigar or her cigars. Um, you know, so I understand that whole idea of selectivity, but that's not where the mass market is. The mass market, which is, you know, at least 75% of the consumers, um, and that's including the people who aren't consumers, literally 75% of the people that make up the mass market, I, you know, no one, no one is going to appreciate that, uh, you know, extra level of wine or that extra level of beer or that extra level of cannabis or that extra level of cigar. The mass market isn't going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in some cases, they're not even going to like it. They're going to actually think it's not as good um, because that's the way their their palates are you know, right now. And that's not an attack against the people. It's just the way it is. So it's, it's what it is. Right. Yeah, it is what it is. But honestly, I just hope one day everyone can have access to enough cannabis to be able to juice it even because there you get so much more from the cannabis plant when you're not heating it up and you're not, um, you know, destroying even just some of the cannabinoids and the terpenes and everything that goes along with the plant. The right, and, and since you don't get high when you do that, um, because it's not, you know, THC at that point, um, it's THCA, since it's not really THC and you're, you're really not getting high doing that, people aren't going to do it, but it is a tremendous benefit to your joints and, you know, to other, uh, you know, areas of inflammation in your body. So it's highly recommended, although 
almost tongue-in-cheek because no one's going to go home and juice their cannabis at this point, <laughs> no matter how much pain they're in. Oh, I know. And it's a shame this, because I have they a nice should. little nudge in my hand. <laughs> yeah. And Ari just loaded the bong, so I think you're about to do a bong hit. I am. I am. And I have a little nug in my hand. I'm going to just break it up, and maybe you guys can listen and hear it. Breaking up this nug. <coughs> bong hit. I actually like this one, the terpenes. Do you want a bong hit? Sure, why not? Cannabis immersive experience. <laughs> Mm. Nice Thank you, Bong Master. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Bong Bar. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's go ahead and segue into some of the synthetics. There's a whole lot of other cannabinoids being discovered out there right now, like THCP, THCV, HU type of synthetic cannabinoids. What are they? Like, <laughs> should, should I try them? Yeah, are they going like, to get me on, like, unicorn? Are we putting these okay. into our products? You know what? <laughs> you know what? You've opened up a real can of worms there. You know, first of all, you know, there's difference between some of the things that you said that are synthetics, like HUs. And other things that aren't necessarily synthetics, um, you know. The uh, HUs are synthetic. Yeah, see, like HU really stands for, uh, you know, it's been adopted as a, as a kind of a prefix to talk about synthetic things that don't really have a name yet. And it came from Hebrew University because the first um, synthetic that was discovered was a synthetic that, w that was called HU, whatever. And that's... Why? So that HU is actually oh, Hebrew so they University. Okay. So, but oh. it doesn't necessarily, um, you know, say anything about what that synthetic is. Okay. But, um, you know, today there are a lot of synthetics being derived. I kind of steer clear of them. Um, you know, when there's a natural analog or alternative available, it just makes sense to me. Right. I don't mm -hmm. believe, and I haven't seen yet, a synthetic alternative to the natural thing that is stronger and more targeted you know you can try and sell me that in a fancy song and dance but as a biochemist show me the data i haven't seen it yet really so i have a tendency just to you know head to the the natural department you know yeah. although i'm not the guy that's going to go out and chew on my front lawn you know and think that <laughs> it's important that you know everything be so natural that's not me right uh, <laughs> i was gonna say like is it another way to put it is like it's the hemp and the cannabinoids that you've used come from nature and they're part of nature and they're easily readily available so why go right well I, I can tell you why so that they can patent it oh, <laughs> like you can't patent something in nature oh I and see. we see that okay. i mean we see that in the in the real world of nutrition and pharmaceuticals all the time take GABA for instance i mean oh, <laughs> gamma yeah, aminobutanic acid, acid is yes. one of the best substances known to mankind yeah. i mean it's a natural it neurotransmitter helps with hdh naturally in your, in your body it's i mean it's just it does so many great things you can consume a couple of grams of gaba a day and get tremendous benefits in yeah. terms of weight loss in terms of energy in terms of just um you know just feeling more vigorous and better 
even though people out there say wrongly that the you know GABA doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. Of course it does. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous comment. Mm-hmm. Even I know where it came from in 1988. It was completely ridiculous then. Um, but it does cross the blood brain barrier, and it does lead to incredible things, including amazing restful sleep. All right, but it can't be patented. So what do the pharmaceutical giants of the world do? They say, okay, we understand GABA works, so we need to get to that final process through a bunch of chemistry that messes up a bunch of crap, all right, Right. so that a person falls asleep. Well, you can just go take the GABA if you have enough sense to know that, all right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't mean common sense, I mean scientific sense, to know that the GABA is the end point, really, then why would you take literally three quarters of the sleep medications which are based on GABA chemistry? Um, you know, when you, you just take just the take GABA, GABA, that's all. <laughs> you yeah, don't need all those synthetic intermediate steps that actually end up carving up your DNA so much so that, it, that every sleeping pill may take a day off your body, uh, off your life, of your body, according to what some, uh, you know, people are arguing today in the medical community. You know, not in the hysterical media community, but in the medical community. So, you know, you just use the GABA. And that's what I would say here. You know, why go to some synthetic you know, THC, if you can just use THC right. um, from the plant. So, you know, the the rawer and wholer, sometimes the better. Not always, but sometimes. And in this case, probably yes, you know. But then you get into the, you know, how do you, you know, all these new cannabinoids, how do you uh, evaluate them for use in the human body when they're new and you can't. And I don't recommend people doing it. Like... The, uh, the other two we mentioned, well, like, THCP you know, yeah, like THC, and THCV. That is scary to me, all right, because literally you have a substance that nobody really knows anything about, yet some companies are trying to quote-unquote sell it, if it's real. Um, and, you know, there's some doubt as to what's real and what's not real out there. Like, you guys know because you're, you're on the inside, <clears throat> but you know... Most, not all, most Delta 10 products right now are simply a combination of what? Delta, Delta 4 and, and Delta 6. 6. <laughs> and that makes and that Delta 10. And a little bit of Delta 8. <laughs> and that is wrong. Or you can make Delta 5 and then put in even more Delta 5 and then boom, Delta 10. That is wrong. That's the alternative way of making it. Or Delta 8 and Delta 2, which would be the better way of making it. That is wrong. No, I mean, it's really crazy, but it's true. And charge $2,000 or more a kilo. That's crazy. Who would pay for that? Delta 4, Delta 2? Unsuspecting (laughs) consumers who walk into stores and say, do you have any Delta 10? And then the stores ask the distributors, and the distributors start screaming to the brands, and the brands talk to the manufacturer, and they say, yeah, we have one. And because there's no law governing this yet, then you can get away with doing that. Just like you can get away with so, with nano claims. But I mean, we need to like a lot of things aren't teach nano. People that that is not what you want to do. You know, we have to help teach them. 
And just to clarify for all the people listening out there, Delta 2, Delta 4, these Delta cannabinoids, they don't really do much of anything. They don't really get you high. Just no, like no, all no, these those... nano claims. They don't do anything in your body nano. <laughs> no, they don't. They The Delta, you know, Delta's up to Delta 8 really haven't shown any significant effect in any way, shape, or form, which doesn't mean they don't have effects, but it's just nothing that's been really discovered or anything. You'd be better off using them as salad dressing in some alternative universe, you know, because <laughs> oil's oil. But I don't think it's very practically, you know, useful. Once you get to Delta 8, um, then you have something that has really solid you know, short-term effects in terms of intoxication, in terms of sleep, for sure, mm -hmm. in terms of happiness, and in terms of heightened sexuality. Um, you know, that's Delta 8. And then you go to Delta 9, and that also is intoxicating, but in a different way. No one's going to say that Delta 9 is one level above Delta 8. Or if they do, then they're just copying something that they, yeah. <laughs> that they read because they never talked to people really using it. Um, you know, Delta-9 is strong for sure, which is dispensary, you know, THC, for lack of a better, right. better like description for everybody who doesn't know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, any of the dispensary THC, yes, it's strong. Yes, it works. Um, yes, it's good. Um, I'm not knocking it, but the effects are different than Delta-8. The effects are much more tiring. More sleepy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and whatnot in general, for sure. I mean, we have literally just, I mean, the, if you look at the way that the genetics on <laughs> cannabis has occurred over the last 50 years, okay, today we're, we're with, you know, atom bombs, so to speak. Um, compared to what was around 50 years ago. But a lot of that is fatigue to the body. Um, so, you know, you do get more tired and more, you know, drawn out on Delta 9. And then you have Delta 10. And I only know of one company in America that's actually making real Delta 10. They're the only one that has the proper SOP for it. And it's oh, okay. a, a, a regulated one. And... They're making it, and they tell me, now again, is this them trying to hype it? Maybe I'll get them on the phone with you next week um, on your podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, on your podcast. I'm so uh, curious. Yeah, I'm like, but, who? Um, but is, are they just hyping up Delta 10? But, but they say that it has a very strong effect, um, and it's a... Like, like what, what type of effect? I... I really don't have enough data to even say that. They just say that it is de definitely an intoxicating effect. And I said, mm. some people are saying it's a potentiator versus an activator, you know, for intoxication. And they said, no, it, you definitely get intoxicated from taking it, not just having it in the presence of a Delta-8 or a Delta-9. So that was their, um, you know, opinion. But is their opinion jaded a little bit because they're the actual manufacturer? Or is it jaded because of some other reason, you know? 
or is it their real opinion because they've actually used it and seen the differences? I guess and, we'll have to try it and find yeah, exactly. out. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm sure you can get a sample of it. Yes. You know? but, but, just have those connections. But their opinion <laughs> as good chemists is the same as my opinion as a bad chemist. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have used any of the other Delta 10s on the market. Um, they were scary to me because I don't know what they were and nobody knows what they were and that's kind of frightening. Uh, you wouldn't like to go in and, and buy salt to sprinkle into your meals and, and your food and not know what the hell was in it, you know? Like what's right. really in that salt? That's not cool. Right. All right. And, but that was the, that was what was salt. happening in Delta 10. <laughs> so, uh, I guess if I was people, I would not reach for a Delta 10 product right now from anybody. And that doesn't mean somebody doesn't have a good one, but I don't know who these guys sold oil to and who they didn't. <laughs> so I have no idea until you have a Delta 10 product, I wouldn't use one Right for real. Well, let's talk. That's the best advice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And let's talk about the future of these cannabinoids. Like where, what's the biggest cannabinoid? Bigger than Delta 10, bigger than Delta 8, Delta 9. And here at Arisha, I think we believe that it's going to be Delta 11. Well, well, yeah, and Delta 11, though, is more, I guess, of a metabolite. Um, but it, it could be considered a cannabinoid, I suppose. Um, but it's in my mind, it's a metabolite of Delta 8, Delta 9, perhaps Delta 10. And it's what basically creates that super body high that people feel when they take a, an edible. All right. The difference is if you were able to consume Delta 11, which you will be able to in the future directly, it should be about 10 times more powerful than, um, than Delta 9 would be. So wow. if you were taking 10 milligrams of Delta 9 before bed, you might only take one milligram of, of Delta 11. So yeah. it will definitely be stronger, um, without question. Well, it goes and, a long way. And it's, well, it's the end reason you end up getting high, whether it be from Delta 8 or Delta 9 or perhaps Delta 10. Um, that's the, the Delta 11 is the end reason um, that it all occurs, really, is what it amounts to. So it is a lot stronger. And, and again, there is a company that is associated with medicine. I'm going to name the company because they're already having enough troubles. But <laughs> it is associated with medicine of cannabis and everything else, which is a really weak association. I, would, I wouldn't ever make it as a professional. But, um, you know, they have a gummy that is made out of Delta 11. But I'm sure it's, you know, Delta 8 plus Delta 3. But in their case, they might have actually added wrong and done eight and four <laughs> because oh they're God. that bad. All right. So, you know, so you're really buying a Delta eight gummy and thinking that it's, you know, it's a Delta 11 and just getting charged three times as much. Um, but there, is, there are no, to my knowledge right now, and certainly not in their, uh, in their line, um, but to my knowledge, there are no actual Delta 11 products. And I think that's, I, I would bet the proverbial farm on that, <laughs> you know, that there are no real Delta 11 products yet. That's the thing is this market <coughs> as well 
it seems like no one wants to just sit and let, like, expand upon the products that they have currently. People are always looking for the next thing, the next thing. They're always reaching. So they're asking for maybe a Delta 10 or an 11 where it didn't even really exist. But someone's pressured well, to yeah, say, yeah, like, but, oh, I got this. Let but, me make it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, But in the future, I hope, one of my hopes like are, they if, should I have, do the true if I have my wish list, my Christmas list of hopes for the cannabis <clears throat> field, I hope in the future that that cannabis becomes more like you guys, bioprospecting, yes. you know, for things that match it, all right? And maybe there's a chance for that. That's something I'm hopeful about because now you have a lot of activity around mushrooms and even a, a lot of activity around LSD and other things that, that in the previous world would have been way more taboo right. than even um, cannabis was taboo. All right, so mm -hmm. now these are becoming accepted and they're almost being fast-tracked to normalcy and probably will be in the future world. I hope we don't go so far as to be doing cocaine and other things of that nature, but, um, you know, like really, truly recreational street drugs. Um, you know, I hope we stick to, and that's not to say cocaine doesn't have a real benefit in science, it does, but, I mean, or in medicine, it does, but... Um, I hope we don't go down that road, but for a lot of other natural substances, we should and we should be examining how they interact with cannabis. In mm -hmm. other words, obviously nature is one of the most complex ecosystems there are. I mean, we haven't done so well fitting into it right. <laughs> ourselves, if you think about it. We've ruined a lot of it and it has been taking its toll on us now. In return, you know what I mean? Like, we haven't exactly fit in with nature, you know, in, in our short existence here on Earth. Um, hopefully, we're going to try a little bit harder here in the, in the near future yeah. than we have in, in the past. Otherwise, we may be in for a rocky, you know, next 50. But let's say we, we do catch ourselves before we wreck ourselves. <laughs> check yourself before you wreck ourselves. <laughs> Um, and we, we don't <laughs> destroy the planet through global warming and all these other things. Uh, we should be looking at how we interact, you know, with cannabis and how cannabis interacts with other plants that then affect us, right? right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And unless you really go bioprospecting like you guys did for, um, you know, whatever you name the the adult product that you're doing. What's the name you're going to call it? Joysticks or something like that? Um, the whole line is called Great Sex. Okay. The pre-rolls are joysticks. Joysticks, joysticks. okay, so they were the pre-rolls. All right, mm -hmm. well, that, what's in that pre-roll um, is a combination ingredients. of ingredients that were really bio-prospected to match cannabis and give you an effect that an is extra oomph an extra bedroom. oomph. I mean, it's yeah. a, a little more um, mm -hmm. hallucinogenic, I think. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not saying you're going to go tripping on it. I'm just saying you're gonna, it's a little more hallucinogenic. Me, personally, I see cartoon characters um, in my head. You know, when I shut my eyes, it's very easy to envision cartoon characters running all over the place. So it's a little more, you know, internally hallucinogenic. Um, in, in that sense, um, but it, it also, without a doubt, can create 
a more uh, passionate effect in the body, you know, where you're more desirous of um, sex and that you're better performing over and over again at sex. And people are getting some very profound physical results, you know, with the use of this product. So I'm sure that's going to be a big one. Yeah, we got to keep that out in the market. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be... The test results uh, are amazing. Extra, extra potent. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, overall, just to sum up, I mean, I think the future is going to be in these rare cannabinoids, but don't count CBD out of the race. I mean, right. there's a reason CBD was there to begin, you know, what became popular to begin with, and there's no reason to count it out right now. I think it'll make a comeback. And there's no yeah. reason to stop using CBD in your household no. just because you're using something else. We like to use all types of cannabinoids. So we use our CBD and we use our Delta 8. We use our THC and we use our Delta 9. You know, uh, you like can do it with confidence all. because you know... The products that you make yeah. are what they purport to be. And that's why I'm saying we still use our products because we have so many CBD products. Right. And the results mm -hmm. are obvious, not only in your own use and the use of other people directly in the circle of your business, but it's also obvious by the fact that sales are growing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. sales don't always grow if you have a crummy product. Um, you know, your product is working and... It's growing in a market that is much more discerning now than it was initially when it would accept anything CBD. Right. Um, well, we're happy to have cannabis. the people that we have, and you know, we're only going to continue to grow and you know, offer more quality. So make sure you read all the links accompanied with this podcast to learn where to shop and check things out for yourself. Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast and joining us today. Thank no you problem. Time. Science always bringing the knowledge and always educating us. It's always so fun. It's dropping the facts. Dropping the facts. Signing <laughs> off, everybody. We're going to sign off and end with the CBD Changes Lives song, Manic Sound Expulsion, celebrating one year one of music. Year of yes. music of your first album coming out. <laughs> And on the song, we are able to say so many great things that are hard to report on a label in the product industry, in the product world. <laughs> so here's all the facts. And CVD changes lives. Now, back by popular demand cannabis. First name medical, medical cannabis. With the whole new look, new taste, new reaction, resulting in satisfaction. Like the older, new, very attractive, cannabidial, not psychoactive. Meaning no high sensation, which is the key to the legalization. Bringing to the light by world-renowned scientists the healthy side of cannabis. Terpenes triggering scent, positively changing your mind and body in an instant. Sophisticated chemicals dancing in unison, blended, splendid, perfect, relieving physical and mental pain. Badass cannabis is the name. Facts and new releases.
CBD is known to help major diseases like multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, a remedy for epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, anxiety, depression, fact not fiction. CBD has also been linked to the treatment of cancer. Now that's big time major, wow. What a medical breakthrough. And the list continues. High blood pressure, diabetes, mental disorder like schizophrenia. It even helps acne. Believe it or not, CBD is the healing that just won't stop. And staying on the front line, badass cannabis one time. Come on. Hands high in the sky. CBD changes lives. It's time to dance now. Two step it down. Drop it real, real low now. How high can you go? We see you in a good mood. You got that natural glow on you. Hands high in the sky. The word cancer is frightening. Then hearing we weren't able to get it all, watching it spread to other organs. You know, all this is just terrifying. The doctors tried everything but failed, then gave up, kind of alone, staring at the end. How would my family grow without me? In that darkness, nature shined its light. The month of hemp, healing, I was cancer free. Blame it all on CBD. In the sky, CBD changes lives. You're feeling good, right? You're moving through life. You're sleeping good now. 